damn son, where'd you find this? enough pocket change to grab another pre-roll if I have to. Don't really want to do that, but you know what it is, man. I'm back. Another episode. One more track, man. Just one more. One more. A little classic, or at least it sounds classic. It sounds like some old school shit, which is why I like it. So let's jam out to another track, and we're going to get shit started. We got Kendall Reacts going over Hollywood exposed due to the sound of freedom film damn son where'd you find this more shotguns fuck it fuck it Thank you. 
beat y'all upside the head with some beats real quick. Ah, 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 ah. You know what I mean? We about to get shit started though. Running out of shit to talk about. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm running out of things to talk about. Can you believe that? Yeah, fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Let me start off with two words. Made in America. You stupid. <laughs> oh god. That's great. That's great. That is great. Uh, disclaimer? This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Jersey Judah back. Wait, hold up. <clears throat> Jersey Judah and I'm back. There it is. With another episode. Another edition of. Hold up, hold up. What the? What the? <laughs> what the? The Crimson Capsule Chapel, all right? I'm back. This time it's Friday. If it's 11:22, I'm not at I'm not at the job. I'm off. Off every Friday. I am back. And yeah. The Kindle Reacts video. I have videos. When I talk about I'm running out of things to talk about, I'm literally running out of videos. So what I started doing like, let's say when Sunday comes up, Sunday night comes up or Sunday evening, because I'm trying to be asleep by Sunday night to be ready for work on Monday. I'll try to grab five clips or um, five videos that are at least 15 minutes, some of them 10 minutes, some some of the videos I can put together, some videos I can just go through one at a time to sort of just like I already have the, already have the shit mapped out now. So, like, today, for example, I woke up at 9.30, took a shower, shaved a bit. I may have to do something with my hair soon. It's getting too long. But um, I uh, do all that, all the preparation. And then I just grab my video and go into my car. I don't got to wait. I don't got to, like, go on, like, oh, what am I going to talk about? I try to have now everything mapped out throughout the week for like uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Luckily, I was able to get one video today for Friday. I'm planning on doing something later on tonight or even maybe in the afternoon later and later on tonight. I'm not really sure yet. But 
this ain't going to be the same <laughs> type of energy as last weekend. Uh, I had I called my two weekends, which I took Thursday off and I already had Friday. So I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday off. Which was good. It was actually really good. In fact, I would say it was too good because by the end of the weekend, I'm I'm 12. I'm 12 episodes down. Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Thursday night, Friday night, <laughs> Friday afternoon, Friday night, Saturday, you, you get all that 12 videos in a matter of like four or five days. So this ain't going to be that type of uh, party, no pun intended, for those who were a fan of the Red Pill Party podcast. Y'all remember that? The Red Pill Party podcast. What happened to that? Why did you change the name? Some people may ask, says no one really. Besides, you know, the few people that have been listening from day one. The red pill shit, and I still talk about things from a red pill perspective, but more so from a black conservative perspective, is because, let's face it, the red pill is essentially washed, it's diluted, the waters have been contaminated, and I just didn't like that. I didn't like the name. I like Crimson Capsule Chapel. The Crimson Capsule Chapel. Because it's the red pill. It's a, it's a slick way of, of going about it. It is still, it's still the same information. And I just didn't want to be uh, categorized with a bunch of jabronis and a bunch of bums. I'm going to be honest with you. That's it. That's the reason why I changed the name. So I was sitting back one time. And it was some it was Coach Greg Adams. And I don't even listen to him anymore because he became too much of a the game type of guy buy my course, buy my product type of guy. But when I was listening to him, he used to talk about uh, the Crimson Capsule. I'm like, oh, that sounds catchy. So I'm thinking around that time, I'm still doing the Red Pill Party podcast. I was stepping outside of the Red Pill. And that's when I started to realize, like, hmm. I may have to do something here with a name change. And then I heard enough. I think Coach Greg Adams saying the Crimson Capsule. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Crimson Capsule. But I didn't want it for it to just be called the Crimson Capsule. So I'm like, what else? What else? Crimson Capsule Chapel. Crimson Capsule Chapel. So just just a small story on how the name came along. Um, I still believe in the perspective of the red pill, the red pill perspective. I believe where people talk about, you know, ignorance is bliss and the blue pill and the red pill, which for most people is, oh, it's a good thing. Oh, you know about everything going on, but a lot of people can't handle the harsh realities of the red pill. So they go to the black pill. You feel me? And I honestly, and I've talked about this before, there were guys like Wheat Waffles that I would rather listen to than some pickup artists. Why the fuck would it? Why would I need to listen to a pickup artist? 34 years old, 34 years young, right? Why the fuck would I want to listen to a pickup artist? What the? These niggas are smoking crack, man. They on that. They on that Hunter Biden shit. They smoking. They smoking Biden boulders. <laughs> Biden boulders. Isn't that great? <coughs> <coughs> 
Uh-oh. <laughs> Biden boulders, right? Sorry, man. I'm smoking the rest of this fucking blunt. I just wanted to lighten the mood before we get pretty serious with this episode. Um, Sound of Freedom movie came out. I didn't know Mel Gibson had something to do with it. But for some reason, I'm not surprised. All right. Now, for people that don't know, Mel Gibson is very based for for a Hollywood celebrity. He is very based. He was nearly blackballed. He said, fuck y'all niggas. I got my own production. I'm going to make my own movie. Did it. Got successful from it. And then Sound of Freedom. I mean, based on the true story. Groundbreaking. And for some reason, all of the people in the media, on the left, of course, because, you know, (laughs) the tolerable left. All the people on the left, by the way, in media are freaking out about the movie. Then something popped up where allegedly Mel Gibson exposed Oprah Winfrey. And I'm I think this I think this video incorporates that. If not, I may get that on another time, maybe towards the end of the weekend. <clears throat> but it was it was a very interesting situation that unfolded because all of the so called conspiracy theorists Right. When it came to what they believed that was going on in the entertainment business or what was going on in the real world outside of the entertainment business, behind the scenes, maybe within the entertainment business, some of this shit was actually taking place. Human trafficking, sex trafficking, child trafficking, the whole nine. People don't want to people don't even want to look at the possibility of the shit happening. They don't even want to look at the possibility that it's happened because it's a world that they're not ready for. You have entered the Twilight Zone. You have entered the Twilight Zone. There's some of these people and they're high up. They shouldn't be talking the way they're talking. Mel Gibson is one of the good guys, but I've been saying that for a long time, actually. If you've been listening. Even with the movie Conspiracy Theories or Conspiracy Theory, look at that movie from Mel Gibson. Okay, <laughs> I'm breaking some shit down right now. Look at the movie. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get in Alex Jones mode, but fuck it. Look at the movie Conspiracy Theory starring Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. Okay. Yeah, I know these people. They what? Julia Roberts, Mel Gibson, Conspiracy Theory. Okay. Tie that in to the things that are going on today. People aren't ready for it. And then some people come across the wrong information and then all of a sudden you have a surprise at your door. FBI, open up! Ay, 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 spicy. Spicy. Things are getting very spicy in Hollywood. We're going to go over that. Uh, the video that I'm going to be going over right about now, and actually it does, it has a lot to do with uh, Oprah's uh, so-called secret agenda, allegedly. I don't know. Video is called Hollywood Got Exposed. Mel Gibson leaked Oprah's secret agenda. And I don't know what the rest of this title is. We'll find out. Got these retarded ass UPS drivers and shit. 
It looks like Songs of Freedom is really happening. It literally had everybody panicking right now. Everybody's nervous. You saw like about a month ago, the writers are on, on strike. I think they still are. No, the actors are on strike. I'm not sure which actors or how many. But the actors, I know, I know one actor that's on strike. And I got to be honest with y'all. And I ain't going to have any shame saying what I'm about to say. This woman was a childhood crush, right? Even to this day, matter of fact, hold up. Look, from from the 90s, right? But literally, to this day, she still has the looks. To this day, to this day, to this day. And that is, y'all wonder, who is it? Who could it be? None other than the nanny, Fran Dresser. Oh, she was a nice looking one. She's still, she's still, she's, she's, she's very much so still attractive. And when I say she's still attractive being older, <clears throat> there is such thing as women aging gracefully. Believe it or not, it exists. And I'll give the women who are able to keep up the credit that they deserve. If for nothing else, they're able to keep up with their parents throughout the years. She could she could do she could remake the nanny right now. Granted, maybe some more makeup, but she would pretty much look the same as what she looked like back in the day. Very uh, she's very known for her voice. I forgot like a very like nasally voice. And oddly enough, I always thought it was a character. And as I got older and sort of realized that she was doing interviews, she did the same voice. So I'm saying to myself, oh, she's just playing that character doing interviews. That's how dumb I was growing up. But that's how she talks. She's one of the women. And um, she had a very powerful speech. Could I go through it? Uh, I'll try. No, I'm not going to go through it. I may mention it in the next episode. I think there's a short of it. Just pay attention to the next episode because there'll be a short of her um, talking about, you know, a lot of these actors who are pretty much protesting Hollywood. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it entirely, but I know she's one of the people that are involved in this strike. There's a good few of them that's on strike right now. So Hollywood is a lot of stuff going on right now. So if you guys enjoyed the video, make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment in the comment section. And let me know what you think about the video in the comments of what's really going on right now with the new movie out, Sound of Freedom. And if you saw it, let me know how it is in the comment section. I'm going with my girl next week to watch it. So I can't wait. I'm it's based. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> I'm not reviewing shit. Y'all got to see things for yourself. Matter of fact, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not reviewing shit. Y'all need to see the film yourself. All the speculation that I brought up in the last couple episodes. One movie theater, air conditioner turned off, so they made everybody leave the theater. Another movie theater, there was an emergency evacuation. Everybody had to leave the theater and they got their refunds. 
no one was able to see the movie. Some people scattered. I think in Atlanta that happened, in Texas, in another place it happened. It's happening. <clears throat> I seen the movie. Y'all need to see it for yourselves, all right? Shit, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like Funkmaster Flex right now, all right? Damn, son, where'd you find this? I'm on these buttons, heavy now. No mercy. Okay. We on a path for vengeance. To all these Hollywood devil worshiping cocksuckers. We on your heels. <laughs> oh shit. I'm laughing. But we ain't playing games. <laughs> All right, all right, all jokes aside. Excited to go and see. <laughs> what that said, let's get into this video. First time I really came on. Uh-oh. You know, I had a whole bunch of weird paranoid suspicions about what the hell was going on because there was a lot of stuff I couldn't understand. You're seven years old. My nigga, why did I mention... This is, this is a good question you should ask yourself. Why would I mention a movie that Mel Gibson was in previously called Conspiracy Theory? Because how he's sounding right now is how that character from the movie sounded. Dead ass. If you watch the movie, if you watch the movie, you would understand why I'm mentioning this right now. And someone is stroking you. It feels good. Our future is our children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. The latest buzz in Tinseltown is all about Mel Gibson's explosive revelations in the film Sound of Freedom. Brace yourselves as Mel pulls back the curtain on the dark underbelly of Hollywood's elite, exposing their alleged involvement in the scandalous world of illicit human trade. And guess Yo, if, if anybody, if any celebrity is going to say something that I half agree with, it's going to be Mel Gibson. Y'all saw, y'all heard the Mel Gibson tapes? So what? He told the bitch because the bitch was out there looking like a hoe. She had a tight ass dress on. And Mel Gibson said, if you go out there and get raped by a pack of niggers, then it's your fault. I mean, is it racist? I mean, probably, yeah, it's kind of racist. Am I offended by it? No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. That was, a, that was a conversation, a private conversation that shouldn't have even been recorded. I think there's laws and regulations against recording somebody without their consent and without them knowing. What type of bullshit is that? But they try to they try to jam my man Mel Gibson the first time. You know what I'm saying? They try to they try to jam him the first time. He wasn't having it. He didn't give a fuck. He handled himself better than Dog the Bounty Hunter. That nigga cowered down. He said nigga at least 15 times. And and I've said it before. It's one of the funniest shit. It's one of the funniest things I've heard in my life. Dog the bounty hunter talking to his son. His son is dating a black woman. Look at Dog the bounty hunter and say to yourself, does he seem like a woke individual to you? No. Look at Mel Gibson. Does he seem like a woke individual to you? No. 
But what surprised me with Dog the Bounty Hunter is he went on the apology tour. You never want to go on the apology tour. You stand on what you say as a man. If a person gets the only thing that you can you can apologize to someone for is how they reacted to what you say. Don't apologize to them for what you said because you meant what you said. They just took it a different way or they took it the way that you wanted them to take it. Fuck it. Sick of these people. Caught right in the middle of it. None other than the iconic Oprah Winfrey herself. Oh, my God. So what exactly did Mel say? Our future is our children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. In the glitzy world of Hollywood, where controversies and scandals are the talk of the town, it's surprising how one particular movie has managed to fly under the radar. Sound of Freedom, directed by Alejandro Gomez Monteverde. My bad. I don't know why I thought I figured Mel Gibson would have had something to do with the film, but he's just talking about it. Interesting. Deep into the dark underbelly of illegal My human bad. trade, revealing the shocking methods employed by the elite to lure innocent victims into their sinister rings. But what's even more intriguing is the lack. You see me, <clears throat> I got problems, right? Not like serious problems, but I got problems. See me, I think about <clears throat> like my fantasy would be is just to have a bunch of scumbags alongside of me, people that think like me, right? And we go to these these little networks. We get intel from other people, you know, higher-ups, but they're good higher-ups. You know, like, they're connected to God and shit. Like, they're, they're that higher-up. They're not connected to Lucifer, to Satan, to the underworld. And we get intel, and it's like, hey, um, they got a pedophile ring, they got a child trafficking ring going on in this area in the world. And we just travel. We're just there to put an end to it, right? We'll show up, we'll camp out for a bit, and the first person that pops up, we're shooting them directly in the head, all right? And we're gonna do it worldwide. <laughs> we're gonna do it worldwide. We're gonna go on a tour, killing pedophiles, killing human scum that don't deserve to be on this earth, and 95 fucking percent of people agree with that, it doesn't matter who it is. They all agree. Like, yeah, these people are terrible. Yeah, we're getting rid of them. We get like government. We'll get like government intel. They're like, hey, yeah, we got uh, something going on here. And I don't even want to mention the territory because I don't want to make any place look bad to that extent. But let's just say somewhere along the border here, there's a uh, child trafficking and all this type of bullshit going on. Oh, there is. Oh, OK, we'll be there. I call up like five of some of the most diabolical trained animals, trained animals. I would have five trained human animals, but we're men. So we're, we're used to being animalistic. We don't get offended by being called animals. Our, our testosterone gives us that that gives us that that edge and that energy that's similar to a stallion or to an animal with high level of testosterone they're built different they move different they operate different they think different they act different no more bullshit and look hey if a hollywood actor is mentioned doing all this crazy shit that motherfucker needs to be executed too for the whole fucking world to see these are the people that you praise these are the people that you worship. These are the people you idolize doing this shit. 
And this is what they're going to get. And this is what you're going to get. And anybody else that's going to get it, uh, that gets involved with it, is going to get if they decide to participate. This is where our country should go. Just hire a bunch of mercenaries that love the country, that love God, that love the children. And, 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 and let's wipe these people the fuck out. Oh, you're insinuating violence. You're Yes. This time you're right. Yes. Against pedophiles, child molesters, and all this shit. Yes. Correct. You are right. I'm guilty. You got me. <laughs> yeah. I'm promoting utter destruction. <laughs> I'm not talking about just violence. I want to break these people apart from the inside out. And then I understood how military feels. Then I begin to understand how even law enforcement feels when they got to come across these type of people and these type of animals. They're not some of these cops. They're fucking twisted and wicked, too. But there's no conflict resolution besides a bullet to the head, in my opinion. Anyway. Buzz, press coverage, and endorsements surrounding this important film. Why is a film starring a big actor, an established director, and being promoted by Mel Gibson is not being shown in cinemas? It seems the message of the movie has ruffled some powerful feathers. Oh, yeah? Why, you ask? <laughs> well, in the movie, former action star Mel Gibson takes the lead role in Sound of Freedom, portraying the true story of ex-government agent Tim Ballard, who leaves the government to establish Operation Underground Railroad, dedicated to rescuing children from the clutches of illegal Whoa. human trade rings. The film sheds light on the horrors of this abhorrent industry, aiming to raise awareness and mobilize action against it. However, despite the urgency of the topic, major streaming platforms like Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu shockingly rejected the movie, refusing to give it a platform for worldwide... It's a puzzling move, considering these platforms are often at the forefront of promoting socially conscious content. Huh. Could it be that the film's explosive revelations hit a little too close to home for some? Adding fuel Here's how deep this shit is. I want y'all to think about this. Remember Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving? When he mentioned the whole Israelite documentary? Amazon reviewed that and released it. Something to think about. Fire celebrity voices that are typically quick to endorse woke causes have remained eerily silent about Sound of Freedom. It's as if the Hollywood elite have collectively turned a blind eye to a film that exposes their own industry's dirty secrets. The lack. That is insane. What they're gonna put all this money and all this energy and effort into this whole wokeism nonsense? But something about kids, you think there will be more support, right? That's what you would think. But that's that's not what's happening right here. You know, and it's funny while all this shit is going on, they're making all of the pedophilia shit acceptable. The maps, y'all heard about that, right? I don't want to expose too much, but you know, do your own research. Maybe I can just give you uh, bullet points of things to look up, and then you'll come to the same conclusion that I've came to. That a lot of these people that you guys praise and worship are a bunch of pedophiles. They're a bunch of pedophiles and scumbags. What a fucking surprise. R. Kelly is a great example. The video and pissing on a bitch. I mean, 
what else? Women still listen to the music. Y'all wicked, demon-worshipping devils. That's what y'all are. Because y'all y'all know that there's something going on. You know that there's corruption. But you refuse to acknowledge it because it's from your favorite artist, your favorite movie star, and your favorite celebrity. Support from these influencers. And in some cases, hold up. Hold up, 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 hold up. In some cases, your favorite politician. All right, let's keep going. Figures raises questions about their true commitment to social justice and human rights. But the intrigue doesn't end there. Sound of Freedom was initially in the hands of Disney, which acquired the rights after its merger with 21st Century Fox in 2019. However, the House of Mouse mysteriously shelved the project, leaving many to wonder why. Whispers in the industry suggest a more sinister motive behind the rejection and lack of promotion for Sound of Freedom. Accusations circulate that the likes of Disney, Netflix, and Amazon Prime deliberately avoided obtaining the rights to the film to allegedly prevent the truth about child AB and the illegal trade. Disney being involved in this? Well, well, what do you know? Disney? No shit. No shit. Come on. Come on, man. Y'all know about the perversion that goes on in Disney. The Disney Club. Uh, what do they call it? Club 33, which is the same number as the top masonry. Uh, 33rd degree Freemason. The symbolism that is used within Disney. Um, the phallus, the, 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 uh, the penis shape. When it comes to the Disney logo and all that shit and Disney backwards is 666 with the way that um, certain letters is illustrated in the font. Come on, man. Give me a fucking break. What a surprise. From reaching global viewers. Bullshit. Could it be an attempt to cover a specific group of industry elites? You see these so-called industry big shots who wield immense power behind the scenes of Hollywood have always presented themselves as philanthropists with hearts of gold. But what if their true intentions were far more sinister than we could have ever imagined? Imagine that stuff. Than y'all can ever imagine. That couldn't be the reason for why so-and-so was acting like, could it? Mm. And then you find out later on the track that you are exactly on track. Mm. One such group of elites is the good club. This is the creme de la creme of global elites. According to The Guardian, this exclusive group of billionaire philanthropists holds top secret meetings right in the heart of New York City. Names like Bill Gates, George Soros, Warren Buffett, Oprah Winfrey, David Rockefeller, and Ted Turner. Sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about, that sounds accurate, yeah. But hey, what do you know? Alex Jones? This white boy was talking about this shit back in like the 90s. Nobody was listening. Now all this shit is happening and they go, wait, Alex Jones was right. All these billion, like, come on, man, stop it. Stop it. Often grace the guest list, but also lesser known but equally wealthy figures like Eli and Edith Broad also make appearances, making us wonder what really goes on behind closed doors. Now, one name that sticks out is Oprah Winfrey. We all know her as the billionaire show host. And for those who don't know, now I got to get back. I didn't want to do this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to get back in my Funkmaster Flex shit. 
For those that don't understand what Ice Cube was talking about in previous videos, talking about gatekeepers, you have the head gatekeeper, the top gatekeeper, Oprah Winfrey. For the blacks, all right? She's the top gatekeeper. With a name larger than life, mm -hmm. right? Wrong. Buckle up, because there's a side of Oprah that she'd rather keep hidden, and it's far from admirable. Is it possible that the queen of talk has a darker side that she doesn't want us to see? Well, no. Highly anticipated film, Sound of Freedom, is set to expose the shocking methods used by the Hollywood elites to trap innocent victims. While the movie doesn't explicitly name Oprah, her alleged connections to notorious figures like Harvey Weinstein cannot be ignored. Ooh you see, despite <laughs> this is an example, like I said before, this is an example of a black gatekeeper. She's connected to the big shots. The heavy hitters, the ballers, and all of the sexual and demonic bullshit that goes along with it. A motherfucker's been saying this shit for so long. Everybody, oh, conspiracy theorists, this ain't true. Now the information's coming out. And now look at you, stupid, dumb, uneducated motherfuckers today. Look at y'all. Y'all too busy arguing over sports. What the? Idiots. But you are the type of people that they can put the blinders on. You feel me? They're the type of people. The government. Pharmaceutical technicians. Advertising agencies. I can just I can keep naming it. They can put that wool over your eyes and you and you'll just go about life. We taking this shit off. We we're 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 showing what's really going on here. And I've always talked about these black boule niggas. I always talked about these black boule, black Masonic ass Negroes. Do I gotta keep Bill Cosby? All right. I got to keep making R. Kelly was 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 on his path. I think something happened. He broke the rules. He did something he wasn't supposed to do. And a lot of shit just ended up getting leaked out. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge that, that he's just the one that got caught. And a lot of these things, these perverse, sick, sadistic things are part of their rituals to get their success and fame. Niggas ain't playing games, man. I'm not playing. I'm uh, you dealing with the wrong black. I am not for sale. I'm born free through the grace of God. I am not for sale. All these booty bandits. Okay. All these switch hit niggas. Despicable.
Yes. His long-standing reputation as a predator, Oprah maintained a close relationship with him. Oh my, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I'm going to show him, and you guys remember. I know. When um, Harvey Weinstein I know. situation was going on, <laughs> she was quiet. I know. She was buddy-buddy. You can find so many pictures of those two next to each other. You would have thought if Oprah wasn't black, they were family members. That's how many pictures, that's how many, that's how many events, that's how many award shows they shared seats with. Come on, man. She's a gatekeeper. Shame, you couldn't hear nothing but Oprah saying anything bad about him. But the minute Kobe Bryant passed away, I believe it was like about a week or two weeks later, she was bashing Kobe, talking about his um, alleged um, sex allegations. You guys remember that? She was on him. But the person like Harvey Weinstein, you had nothing to say? Come on. We, nah. Gotta read between the lines. You gotta read between the lines. Cook up. And then all of a sudden, Cook Kobe up. Was, Kobe's gone. Cook up. So you couldn't say none of that when Kobe was alive. He did. <laughs> He dip. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. He dip. Um, I mean, what Kobe Bryant? <laughs> I don't even want to get. I really don't want to go too deep with this with this episode, but I'm gonna have to since Kobe is mentioned enough times. I want to mention something that Kanye West mentioned. <clears throat> I want to mention something that Kanye West mentioned. And uh, <laughs> nobody, I swear, Noriega and all them niggas, they're slow. They did not pay attention to what he was saying about Kobe Bryant. So in GTA 5, just to give you all a quick explanation of why I'm bringing this up. In GTA 5, there's a mission. And a mission is you're supposed to t you're supposed to assassinate somebody who's on a plane coming in to Los Santos, which would be considered Los Angeles. And you have to, in a certain time limit, get into a top, get into a hill, a hill area, a cliff within Cali, because they got a lot of cliffs and mountains and all that shit in California. You got to get to this certain cliff and pull out this rocket launcher, not this rocket launcher, uh, a sniper. And they said that the plane, there was a plane malfunction. Keep this in mind with Kobe Bryant, plane malfunction. But what Kanye West was saying was the game was insinuating that because someone was on top of a cliff with a sniper and shot the most precise shot in human history to hit the to hit one of the fucking plane fans to cause the plane to go down. You as the character get into a, a dirt bike and you race towards the fucking plane to kill off anybody that's on there. Now, Kanye West was saying, excuse me, Yeezy was mentioning that that had something to do with Kobe Bryant and, you know, his daughter, rest in peace to both, of how they went down. Now, of course, this was on Drink Champs. This was the Drink Champs, the first major Kanye West Drink Champs episode. Not the second one where Nor Noriega pretty much cowered down to the people that was giving him the check. This was the first one. Just pay attention.
after that man passes away to, to bash his name. What, what type of person does that? You gotta think, what type of human being does that? Not a good one. Speculation arose that she may have even encouraged actresses to work with him, leading to accusations of her complicity in the alleged misconduct. These allegations conflicted with Oprah's public persona as a champion of women's empowerment and a supporter of the hashtag MeToo movement. Some argued that her association with Weinstein demonstrated a double standard in her treatment of accused individuals. And this is not the worst of it all. One of Oprah's most... You see, I just said that. I just literally said that. Listen to what she just said. In her treatment of accused individuals, that her association with Weinstein demonstrated a double standard in her treatment of accused individuals. See, exactly. She didn't went and she didn't went hard on him like she did with other, that's like Kobe Bryant. She went harder after that man passed over. That's because and people, and it's an ignorant way to think. So I have to acknowledge that. If someone dislikes you before you die, do you think that person's way of thinking for you changes after you die? If he waits until you die to say good things about you, that's almost a slap in the face. You would almost expect the people that say bad things about you while living to say worse things about you while you are no longer here because you can no longer defend yourself. Seems to make sense. I don't know why people... Are, like there's people that I don't like that died. I'm not. I don't feel bad that these people died. I didn't like them. That's just. I mean, uh, like, uh, is that fucked up for me to say? Probably. Do I give a shit? Absolutely not. Cause if the shoe was on the other foot and I died or something happened to me, a lot of people would be out here celebrating the shit. That's just wicked. It's just the wicked ways of other people. Now, I'm not saying when the person died that I was celebrating and talking shit about them personally. No, I'm not on no dickhead shit like that. But if someone asked me, what do I think of such and such who's no longer here? I'm going to be honest. You don't have to put dirt on a person's name with enough dirt on it. They did. You get it? The dirt on the name, dirt, the name of the person, the person's buried. Six feet. All right, let me keep going. Hey, <laughs> she showed no respect, no remorse until the backlash came right after that. And this is not the worst of it all. One of Oprah's most notorious moves was her decision to feature the self-proclaimed healer and criminal extraordinaire, John of God, on her show. The hell? Picture this, a Brazilian healer who claims to possess spiritual powers and uses them to purportedly heal people. Oh Sounds like something God. out of a Hollywood movie, right? Well, in this mm-hmm. case, reality turned out to be even stranger than fiction. John of God, as he came to be known, managed a healing facility in Brazil where vulnerable individuals sought solace and spiritual guidance. Little did they know that the man they were entrusting their well-being to had a dark and sinister side. It wasn't long before the truth about John of God's criminal activities came to light. Reports of S.A. and A.B. began to emerge, painting a chilling portrait. Uh, S.A., sexual assault, A.B., um... Assault and battery? Maybe? I know SA, when they say SA, because it's a YouTube video, so they gotta, you know, cover things up. SA sexual assault. BA or S, did they say AB, assault and battery? Who knows? A man who shamelessly took advantage of those who sought his help. 
but what's truly mind-boggling is the role that Oprah played in catapulting John of God into the limelight. By featuring him on her show, she bestowed upon him Unreal. a stamp of legitimacy, giving him access to a wider audience and inadvertently endorsing his criminal behavior. Good. This eyebrow-raising incident took place back in 2010 during one of Oprah's attention-grabbing segments titled, Do You Believe in Miracles? <laughs> Little did her audience know that the miracle they were about to witness was the rise of a criminal under the guise of a spiritual healer. Anyway, while Oprah did attempt to salvage her reputation by expressing empathy towards the brave women who came forward with allegations against John of God. I'm sure they're not going to mention this either. But this was noteworthy, right? Because everybody that I know who likes Oprah, they're so-called Christians. But the, the so-called Christians will say they think Oprah is good and, you know, Oprah has people like Joel Epstein. And then you have Joel Epstein that, that will say that, you know, Jesus isn't the only way to the Father. Or, you know, gay people can get into heaven and, you know, gay people can preach preach the, the book, preach the faith and the word of God and the word of God itself explains the fact that that can't be done. And in fact, a lot of women cannot, most, all women cannot be pastors through the book, but they decide, hey, that's the Old Testament and we only go by the new. Weirdos. They're weirdos. They change everything around. They fuck everything up. And now the people, they say, well, fuck it. I don't believe in anything because if gays and if trans people can, can be pastors and all this shit, and if I'm being taught to not go against them physically, but be against them on a spiritual level, be against them and be opposite of them on a moral level, then then what's the fucking point? So you have a lot of atheists out there who at one time, maybe they were religious, they seen what was going on and shit, fuck it. It's clear that her involvement had already left an indelible mark. The damage had been done, and the sinister connection between Oprah and this criminal healer would forever be etched in the annals of scandalous history. And as if this is not bad enough already, Oprah Winfrey's Leadership Academy for Girls in South Africa has always been a hotbed of controversy. In 2007, Oprah opened the Leadership Academy for Girls, inspired by Nelson Mandela and her promise to him. Little did anyone know that this venture would become a hotbed of controversy, stirring up whispers and skepticism from day one. As soon as news broke about Oprah's ambitious project, the South African government wasted no time in expressing their disdain. They criticized the exorbitant cost of the school and questioned its relevance in a country plagued by poverty. But did Oprah let that deter her? Not a chance. This is what I've been talking about from the beginning, right? All these, all these motherfuckers, right, that, that will sit back and it'd be a lot of these artists, a lot of y'all favorite, you know, entertainers out there. They're doing all this and that for Africa. And people never really saw anything weird about that. Like these people, most of these people that went to Africa, they didn't do shit in their communities. But for some reason, they went into an entire, entirely different continent. With a different people, regardless of color, they are different people. We are not Africans the way that people would would, would believe that we're Africans. And that's just the God honest truth. Y'all niggas just, y'all don't have identity. So because you lack identity, you need a continent to identify with. I identify with my motherfucking self. 
I don't care about putting myself in anybody else's shoes, and I don't care if people put themselves in my shoes. We all have our own problems to deal with. But my thing is, if you get all this money and all this fame, most people would assume, I would just say assume, not expect, but assume, that the artists will go back to their communities, will go back to the places that they grew up in, the places that they've learned their craft or learned about wanting to be what they are today and would donate and have a foundation or have a building or have something there to sort of give back to the communities they come from. You know how Nipsey Hussle did. But where's Nipsey Hussle at now? He's gone because of doing shit like that, which I'm not dissing Nipsey Hussle whatsoever. The action of Nipsey Hussle was, in fact, very noble And the fact that he gave back to the community that he grew up in at the level that he was at made a major deal and a major impact in the community. But unfortunately, not everybody feels the same way. But this is the reality. But as going back to what I'm saying, so many people want to identify with a whole continent and they and they are ashamed of America. You identify with every other continent but America. Where for some of us, not all of us, blacks, we have enough roots in this country to be of this country. We are the ones that choose to separate ourselves from others more so today than ever before. And the white people that say things like, well, if we had our own black colleges, that would be racist. If we had our own black uh, clubs, we had our own black areas in town, that would be racist. But the blacks, they got their own areas. They don't welcome whites. What the? They're just as closed minded as the whites were back in the day. And that's the reality. As the whites actually progressed, we actually gotten worse. So worse that the people before us, the people that actually struggled, the people that actually had to deal with these certain issues did a lot better than we did when it came to households when it came to marriages when it came to children and taking care of children and making sure children had enough to be educated we don't have those capabilities today with all of the with with all of the advantages we have today we don't take advantage because we're easily taken advantage of when are y'all gonna wake up an air of grandiosity and a touch of arrogance, she forged ahead, creating a glitzy institution that boasted luxurious salons and extravagant gyms. And that's when the conspiracy theories began to take flight. Whispers spread like wildfire, with many suggesting that the lavish school served as a front for something much darker. Illegal human trade. Yikes. The opulence and extravagance raised eyebrows and fueled suspicions that innocent young girls were being groomed for a life of exploitation. Yikes. While no concrete evidence ever surfaced to support these scandalous claims, it's impossible to deny that the whispers added a layer of intrigue and suspicion to the... I'm done. I'm not even going to listen to this anymore. The reason I'm going to say that, the reason why I'm stopping the video is this. A lot of people, in reality had their beliefs that this was happening. They expressed their beliefs. Some people were smart enough to say things like allegedly or supposedly. They didn't really stand a hundred percent, but some people are enthusiastic enough to where you're supposed to take it as if they're talking about it 100%. 
And then when a certain person is incorrect about something, you'll disprove them entirely, but then not understand the 85% of things that the person was spot on about. What the? That's why conversations with people in IRL in real life, it's just not worth it because they're still stuck in sort of this. It is a matrix. It is sort of being plugged in to the thoughts and the beliefs and the emotions of others, where when you unplug, you truly know what it is to be yourself and to not care about what the next person thinks you're doing because you're already doing what you're doing. And you're doing fine doing so. There's a lot of people that just don't understand what good positions they're in until bad positions come. And then they wish they were back in the position that they were in before. Right? It's almost like leaving a job. When you leave when you leave a job and go to the next job, you have all these expectations, right? And then you go to the new job and it's worse than the last job. And you're kind of just wishing to go back. Like you actually appreciate it not having shit before compared to what you have today. That's what a lot of people, when you chase, when you begin to like chase, you don't chase the benefit of money. You just chase money for chasing money. It, it never ends up being a, um, a happy ending. When you chase money for the benefit of money and you chase money for the things you need, you won't worship the dollar. But people, they worship the dollar. They worship idols. They make people their gods. A lot of some black men, not all some black men make these black women their gods. And they wonder why they're being treated as weak and pathetic simps. I mean, read in between the lines. You're placing a person above you, a person with the same flesh and bone. Most people with the same bone structure, although, of course, men and women are absolutely different in that way. But. You're putting a human being that you really know nothing about or it's just a celebrity that you like that you really don't know nothing about their personal life. And I think people can separate the two. Like I can like somebody's music and I can like somebody as an actor, but I'm only going about their craft and what they're being paid to do. A lot of people, I just don't care what they do with their personal lives. I just don't give a shit. But then you got like the paparazzi and all these people like the TMZ watchers. They just want to know about um, what a person, what their favorite celebrity ate for dinner and all this dumb shit. Instagram. Oh, you know, um, this guy is eating a steak. So it's a nice cooked steak and a celebrity did it. And because of the celebrity making the steak, it has 500,000. But if it was a regular person who made a steak, they would be lucky to get 20. That's that's the reality of our society today in which a lot of us are plugged in to this matrix. And when things are twisted and when things are just crazy, people don't even have a reaction to it. Especially dealing with children, y'all have no reaction to it. You guys are fucking weirdos. That's the only way that I can describe it. Y'all not talking about a serious situation like this, but you're talking about sneakers and what team won? Fuck you guys. When I realized that I've gotten to a point where I kind of went beyond where I, I went beyond where I was supposed to go in terms of information, 
where I became knowing too much. And then I realized with other people's priorities and conversational values, it's so garbage. It's like it's like in the bottom of the dump, right? Like they don't have any like it's the same talking point, it's the same conversational value as a woman. They identify as woman. I mean, they identify with woman, not as woman. What the? They're not, you know, transforming, but they identify with women, so they're just as emotional. They're just as weak. And their conversational value is two-dimensional. When you talk about real shit that's going on and the things that could be going on within the entertainment business, if it's not a person's album or a person's movie, they don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah, some of these people are scumbags in, re- in reality. They're real-life scumbags. But because y'all spend too much time worshiping these motherfuckers, y'all never understand it. And then even when, like I mentioned R. Kelly, even R. Kelly in his situation, people were still listening to R. Kelly. Women, excuse me, women, black women were still celebrating and listening to R. Kelly's music. Something to think about. You know, because everybody wants to point out the bad guy here. Oh, Trump is this. Trump is that. You let Joe Biden. I mean, look at him. Look how he acts around children. Shit. He may be one of the people that's putting a hold to all this shit going on. Who knows? But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Shout out to Kendall Reacts. For the video reaction. But as I always say. Signing out. Peace.